Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Callum Sully podcast. Now this episode is a little bit of a special one because this is an episode that was taken straight from my membership group, Shake with Sully. Um, It was a guest speaker I got in for my ladies in that group. And the theme of the month, we're talking all about lifting weights. So I brought in Selena, who is a musician, a singer, but she's also a personal trainer and a weightlifting fanatic. She's done modeling, fitness modeling. She's been on stage, done competitions, and she's, you know, got right into advanced lifting, Olympic lifting, but everyone started somewhere. So I brought her in. We talk all about her journey, how she got into it, what she recommends for ladies who are thinking about getting into weightlifting. And we kind of debunk the stigma that a lot of women and men believe that lifting weights is going to make women bulky which is so not true. Uh, We kind of destroy that whole stigma um, and bring to light that that is, in fact, not the truth. So that is what was taken from the group. So do bear in mind the sound quality is not as it would normally be. It wasn't recorded in a studio setting like normal. Um, It was taken straight off a Zoom meeting. But it's gone through the mixing, so hopefully the audio is not too bad. Please forgive me. Guys, we've got you here. If you're not following me on Instagram, uh, it's, please do that. It's at Callum underscore Sully underscore fitness. Same with Facebook and TikTok. And uh, if you're interested in working with me, I've got a seven-day free fitness challenge online starting on the 13th of June, less than a couple of weeks. So if you head to my socials, you'll see a link to that. If not, drop me a message. I can show you how to get involved. You can join the group now. It doesn't start yet, but I'm dead excited for it. It's a nice seven-day challenge or five-day to seven-day challenge to get you ready for the summer. Okay, without further ado, let's get into it. So, this is all about lifting weights, taken from my group with my special guest, Selena Benfred. Here we go. So I've got Selena with me today. Guys, if you were watching on the group, hello. She's here. Um, so we are talking a lot. I've got Selena in today. I'm going to talk to her about weightlifting and stuff, which is kind of the content what we've been on about uh, this month with the guys. Um, set the guys a lot of um, homework on this. Some guys have actually, actually been killing it. We chose our member of the month today for that reason because she did really well um before we move on so this is our sort of final piece to the puzzle on our exercise theme this month and i can think of no one better than selena to come in who has a lot of experience in this field so selena tell us that this is going to be a bit like a um what's he called now what you know from blind date yeah well, i was going to say blind blind date it's like what's your name and where you come from what's he called <laughs> So at Black, how do I not know that? 31 years old. I think that's something different. But yeah, you know, you get what I mean. What's your name? Where did you come from? <laughs> so my name is Selena Benfred, and I am actually a full-time singer-songwriter. Uh, I got signed in lockdown uh, with songwriting, and that's my sort of main passion in life. Um, how I got here was... Um, I toured the world with artists doing backing vocals and 
when I got married that my main goal was to get like the perfect wedding body and I remember mm. when I um, got my perfect wedding body I succeeded in that and I absolutely loved the process and I said to myself after I got married right what's next like I've toured the world I've got married now what I needed like something else to focus on and I enjoyed my fitness journey so much that I decided to oh you know I'll just I'll go on stage again but I'll just yeah. do it half naked <laughs> and, um, thinking it was going to be really easy and like you know stage is like my second home so yeah I'll nail it and then I did this competition, a uh, body competition. Uh, I did a bikini category, and I did it at the O2. And um, it was a, it was a real eye opener to the extreme versions of dieting. And I really thought that I would crush it. You know, I thought it was going to be the easiest thing, and it mm. really wasn't. And I learned so much, not only going into it, but coming out of it. Yeah. And I, I, I developed a, a really strong passion to helping women, um, one, fall in love with weight training and, and two, um, really understand the, the, the basics, the, actually, yeah, the basics of nutrition, because I think nutrition is one that people really, really suffer with. Mm. Um, but it goes so they go so much hand in hand and they really complement each other to give you that desired look and life that you actually want. Um, yeah. So I became really passionate in that subject and I didn't qualify or anything for a couple of years after because I, I did that competition in 2018 and then lockdown came in. So we're talking about a couple of years after yeah. and everyone in that time frame was saying to me, you really should be a PT. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do, I don't want to do the science bit. I can't bother to like learn. And uh, as in like, that's, a, that's how it down. starts since it, everyone said, oh, you just say, well, you should be a PT. And it's like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, I know. Asked, you know, I've got to do all my exams again. I've done like two degrees. I'm sick of like, I'm sick of exams. Yeah. Anyway, so lockdown came in, and for me, it was like, right, this is definitely a calling for you to, to, you know, I was starting to become really bitter at work. I didn't, I was doing weddings for the bread and butter money, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I was married. We're trying for for a kid now, and I was like, I need to settle down a bit. Like, I want to still be really independent but I need to do something that's going to be for me so I quit function singing in lockdown which was the main bread and butter money for me but I was like right I'm gonna I'm gonna be an online coach I'm not gonna be a, a physical one-to-one -one coach because I've got my songwriting yeah. but I would I want to help as many people as possible because I don't want people to go through what I went through in, in nutrition and it was a dark dark journey and also mm. I was getting sick of what I was seeing online on TV about carbs being bad for you, <laughs> weight makes you bulky, all these things that I was just like, it ain't true. Like, I don't understand why people think this. And the amount of guys said to me, they're like, oh, don't live too much. You're going to get so manly. And I'm like, really? It's not just even like ladies that have that mentality either, is it? Like you just said, like, there seems to be oh it's women who think that they're going to get bulky no men have that same stigma as well oh massively even my husband just now you know we, we I, just, I got in like not too long ago i had a hug and he went oh there's some big lats and i, <laughs> and I went are you jealous and he, he went, probably meant that as a compliment to be fair though yeah, he, he went he went no but you know women shouldn't really have one i went who said Ooh. and he went well yeah. some men don't like it and i went well suck those men can fuck off <laughs> 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 Yeah. I said, you know, some women don't like beer gut, but what can you do? <laughs> so, you know, it's it's like it's it's so um, it's so stigmatized, and it shouldn't be. And you know, I my end 
thing I said to him, I was like, do I look unfeminine? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, there you go. Like, stop with this nonsense. It's ridiculous. And I actually uploaded a reel yesterday about this subject because mm. it is so still so stigmatized as well as so many other things in the industry you know it's still not getting through to some people that carbs aren't bad for you um you know fasting isn't the isn't the weight loss like uh strategy it helps but it's not the fundamental and there's no right or wrong like keto diet isn't the be all and end all mm. you know it's just there's so many things but yeah weight training for me was a, was a big one and i was like i'm I'm really feminine. Like I love dressing up. I love putting makeup on. I'm on stage like three quarters of my time and I need yeah. to look, you know, good. And I don't, I don't want to be sort of thought, not thought as, but looked at as like muscly, but I'm thinking muscle takes so long to build so long. And this is what people don't understand, you know, as well. Like if you want to start your journey, honestly start now because you, it will take you a long, long time to get to where you want to be. And another thing people see online is like these 12 week programs, which do work, mm. but you know, they, they don't teach you a lot. I, I find a lot of them that I've seen, they just get you results and they're great, but they don't help. Everyone sort of seems to fall off the wagon off these plans. And yeah. you know, it, it's sad. I think that's really sad. I think you should be educated. This is exactly what what we're doing here, Selena. This is what, well, and I know you are doing the same. Yeah. This this group right here is a what people will relate to that because the majority, if not eighty percent of all the the members are having here, some some watching now, um, all followed my my, my six week and it's a twelve week. But I teach I teach as much as I can in that six week journey. But the reality yeah. is, once those six weeks are up. And, and some of these guys in here, will, will, when they watch this, will know what I mean. They come, they'll come back to the next one that I do, because, well, yes, fair enough, it'll get you like you just said results, yeah. But yeah. there's no habits. It needs to be, uh, and, and this is this is kind of how I've got to this point here, where it's like, okay, this, look, this next logical step now is build muscle. Don't don't be scared. It's not just about throwing yourself into burpees yeah, or no. doing crunches, you know. Oh. God, yeah, if anything, building muscle is the best thing that you can do because not only does it give you that toned look, and you know, so many people, I don't know about you, Cal, but a lot of people that come to me, I'm like, right, what's your goal? Let's work through this. And I have a lot of one-to-one -one clients, mm. and 99% of them say, I just want to tone up here. I just want to tone. I just want to mm. tone. And I always say to them, that's absolutely fine, but I just want to explain to you what toned means. I said, tone doesn't actually exist. I said, but what I know that you want is to have that sort of defined look in your physique. I said, but to get that, you're going to need to build some muscle because what happens when, first of all, if you want to tone up now, you're going to have to be on a calorie deficit. Uh, which means you, you have to lose fat um, and, and eat less calories than what you're burning. Um, but what happens when you lose that fat? Like you haven't built any muscle in, in the time leading up to this. So what's going to happen? You're just going to look skinnier. It's not going to be toned. It's, you're just going to look skinny. And, yeah. you know, it's that's fine if that's what you want to go for. And I'm not slating that at all. But I'm just saying if you want that toned look, building muscle is one of the most important things that you can do and actually you should really start then and maybe start on maintenance because you can build muscle slowly on a calorie deficit you know you don't have to go into a big surplus and eat loads of food and feel like shit you know that's, that's, being on a surplus is also quite intense um 
but you know it, it it's encouraging those people to not be scared of food not be scared to just put on that little bit extra fluff on the sides just just temporarily because you're building that foundation underneath and once you've built that foundation your life is going to be so much more enjoyable because one you're eating more you're fueling yourself you're actually feeling a bit more awake you're pushing yourself more in the gym you're lifting heavy you're progressing secondly once you've built that muscle and you cut away the fat you're going to be able to cut away on more calories because you've built more muscle therefore your body can withstand more calories to cut to cut from and we all know that calorie deficits aren't fun so the more calories that you can have the better it is for you and again i'll reiterate building muscle takes so much time it really does it i've been doing this for 10 years and still i am trying to build my legs still i'm trying to build my quads my quads are so slow and unless you're you know taking something to help you grow it, you're not going to do it naturally very quick unless you you go on this surplus and do about a year's worth of building unless you really take it seriously which a lot of people are scared to do so my advice is to start now because it really is going to take you a long long time it does and i i have um i i use that example um when people would say to me in my gym um <clears throat> so, oh, you know what I, I don't, don't want to build i actually had a woman say this um because she was about to go under the squat rack i said oh, you know you've been here a couple of months now i reckon you could but she's you know she's physically fit and stuff she's a lovely woman and she's like oh, i don't you know i, I don't really want to lift too heavy i, I don't want to get bigger and i went oh no of all, and I'm thinking in my head and thinking, here we go. But, uh, you know, as as you say, you know, we've done this a long time in and out of the gym environment. I know I started when I was 17 doing all the wrong things um, and, and, you know, intimidated by all the all the, the gym goers there at the time. But ironically, the ones that come to me advice now. But the, the f at the time, it was like, well, okay, how do I, how do I approach this in a different way? Because I'm always repeating the same, well, you know, it won't. And I thought, okay um i said well i'll just go straight to the point and i said look are you taking steroids she looked at me shocked she was like no i said okay let's rule that out i said and are you having three thousand calories a day well uh no i said then you've got nothing to worry about put some weights on that bar, <laughs> you know <laughs> and i explained it a bit more i said look and she gets it now it's been you know, time over, and now she's putting and a bit you know, more weight. You know, Cal, like, it's really important to, I know for us, it's frustrating as hell because mm. it's not it's not their fault. And this no. is where we have to be, you know, empathetic as as trainers because mm. we know, and it is, it is frustrating because we do hear it offered. And, you know, when you do hear the same thing, it really just annoys you because you're like, yeah. why do people not understand? But there are so many people in this world. Like it isn't, everyone says this market is saturated. It isn't. There's so many people out there that need help. And I'm constantly shown that every single day. And this is where, you know, we do need to empathize because, you know, they don't know. And we're not in a society where we're taught this at school. This isn't taught to us on the TV. You know, you've got like, I don't know, people on TV saying like Kim Kardashian getting in that dress on the, whatever it was, what's her name's dress, um, Marilyn Monroe's dress, and saying that she just stopped eating carbs and she lost 16 pounds or something. I was like, 
oh god it's not her fault and i was like i just feel like but it, she she knows because she's got an amazing trainer i know her trainer she's amazing mm. and she mm. doesn't advocate that but it's no wonder people think these things you know it's not their fault they're just mm. they see it online and they believe it and it's and it's look it's fine because we can re-educate them but we can only do so much they have to also be open to the fact that we know what we're talking about and sometimes you can't it doesn't work with people they think they know better and that's when you're like okay that you need to just go down your own road because you have to also you can't take the horse you can take the horse to water but you can't make it drink yes yeah. that's saying so you know there's there's being empathetic there's explaining there's showing the way and it's also just leaving them the choice to follow through with that um, Absolutely. But yeah, it's it's frustrating as hell. Like watching celebrities talk about it like that. Sometimes you know, it just I'm just like, no, oh, it's just it's so it's so damaging. It is, it is, and and I think it's it, it's a shame because you like you said before, we we have this wealth of knowledge because we've studied it for years and we've done it, we've lived it, we've experienced it. We experienced yeah. it. My physique's gone from different places. I've put my body mm. through stress to get to certain places that I would never dream. I'd never dream of, of advising my client today. I've got one client. He's a friend, a, one of my best friends, and he wants to now go into strongman. And he sort of asks me, you know, a bit off the topic, but you know, it's kind of isn't because he's he's training for a certain thing. He's like, well, "Will you train me?" And I said, "Listen, I won't. I will put you through to someone who will. I will support yeah. you." I said, "But I don't. I think for what you're going to need to do this, you're going to need someone a lot with a lot more, perhaps more patience than me, because." It, it it's just uh, you know it, it's a whole different ball game. But this is what I mean that people think that we're talking about lifting a few weights, doing a few bicep curls. That we're talking about strongmen and getting him to pull, you know, tires, cars, and flip tires. It's yeah, like no, yeah, that, that's that's not what it's about. Yeah, it's 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 technic. It's a whole different ball. It's the same with competitions. You know, you actually need a competition coach that gets it. That's gonna. That is. You know, for example, the nutrition side of it, I, I lost my period for eight months because of it. You know, it was terrible. Um, but look, I think that going back to the subjects on lifting weights, it, like for anyone watching, please don't be scared of it. Honestly, it, it really isn't something to be scared about. And it is going to get you the results that you look on, for example, social media or magazines it will get you those results. They, that's what, what you're looking at. What Jennifer Lopez, take her, okay? Mm. Do you know how heavy she lifts? She lifts big weights, yeah? She does, if you see her working out, you'll see her lifting weights and look how good she looks in her 50s. And it's not only good for physique, like let's take physique out of the, the picture. It is so good for um, limiting the risk of osteoporosis. It's so good for limiting the risk of osteopenia. And it's also amazing for your mental health and your hormones. Mm. So it's like people don't think about that side of it. It's got so, it's got a plethora of benefits. And going into the gym and it, even not sweating, you don't need to sweat, you know, to, to be able to, I hard, I never sweat in the gym. I don't sweat. I'm just not. I, I literally come out the gym. Sometimes I'll sweat loads, but most 90% of the time I come out without a drip of me. Sometimes, I mean, I'll have a shower in the morning um, before I go and see my osteopath or something. I'll do an upper workout and I'll be like, do you know what? I don't even need to shower again. And I won't shower. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds really gross, but I don't sweat. 
And I and but I've made so much progress in these years of not sweating, lifting heavy weights, and progressive overload. You know, there's that your body will change. Yes, you you will get heavier because you're putting on muscle, and I'm the heaviest I've ever weighed in my whole life. But I tell you what, I'm the leanest and I'm the most toned I've ever been in my whole life. If you look back at my wedding pictures, that was like, or no, let's look back at my competition physique. I was 218 pounds. I now weigh 200, uh, sorry, uh, what, sorry, 118 pounds, not 200. I was, was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. I was 118 pounds for my competition. I now weigh 137 pounds. And I am in way better shape now, like a little more fluffy because I'm not really dieting at the moment. But on my leanest I am now, I got down to 130 for my holiday. And I was, honestly, it was my best physique I'd ever pulled out the bag. And I looked at, and I said to my trainer who got me ready for my competition, I went, oh my God, Chris, I, I could... I could have done this competition easy this year because we did a peak week leading up to my holiday as well, yeah. which is, um, for those who don't know, it's a, a week that you completely manipulate your food. And if you're in the right frame of mind, you can do it. You can, you drink loads of water and then you carb up at the end of the week. Yeah. Um, only do that if you're, you know, if you're at the right frame of mind. It's, that's very, very specific for competition. We're talking, advan- we're talking advanced techniques now, aren't we? The, very, uh, very advanced. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even... But anyway, I was I found dieting so much easier this time round. And that is because of the years that I've been weightlifting. And, and, and that's another advantage. And whenever you when you keep weightlifting and you keep progressing and you keep doing progressive overload, you keep building that muscle, dieting will become so much easier. It will become so much easier, I'm telling you. Like you will look back at your cuts and look back at the last cut you did and be like oh my god this one's so much easier why and it's, it, it baffles you because you're like why did i find that so hard mm. it's because you've got more muscle you can eat more food you yeah. know you are you're not hungry i say to people all the time you can be sat next to your partner the difference between having muscle and not is that you well you can be sat next to your partner watching netflix and burning more calories than him sat ne- sat on the sofa yeah people don't understand that building muscle means higher metabolism which means you know you can both be sat there together watching netflix and you're burning more calories than him because you're you're building more muscle and you're shoving your face with loads of popcorn and ice cream you know like i i mean i there's i don't cut out anything from my diet either whoever tells you to cut something out your diet run like Hmm. run the hell away because you shouldn't cut any that's not life i'm a very big believer that life should be lived it's so short you know we could be hit by a bus tomorrow we could be caught in some awful situation but please live life don't cut out a burger or pizza or carbs please it's so it's so not worth it and just instead just educate yourself spend time in the group learning from other people ask your questions in Callum's group like there's so much you can learn from being in a group like this to honestly succeed in uh in, in getting somewhere really getting somewhere and understanding and feeling like out of those dark woods that you were yeah. once in you know it, i get it i've been there it is when you first start your journey you're like oh my god where where the hell do i start and when you start tracking your food you're like oh this is just so overwhelming i don't know if i can do this for the rest of my life but when you persist and don't forget 
nothing's easy in life. Whenever you think to yourself, well, this is too hard. Okay, but what's easy? What is easy in life? Tell me, because I'd love to know. Whenever I've started a new job, that hasn't been easy. My relationship hasn't been easy. Uh, learning to drive wasn't easy. You know, all these things in life, n nothing is easy. And if you found something easy, then great. But I can guarantee you, 100% of you will say, okay, well, nothing in life is easy. No, the only thing that's not easy. Yeah, the only or I can I can account for that, and so can you. But the only thing that's easy in life is is coming up with excuses. That's the that's the easiest exactly. thing to do. That's the easy side of it, and that's the part that people naturally do because they feel that they're not good enough, or they feel that they'll never be able to achieve it, or that they set their goals way too high, like. James Smith, I know you talk about James Smith a lot in your in your group as well, and I'm a big, big fan of his. He said on his reel yesterday, like, if you're a four out of ten in your diet, get to a five out of ten. Start, just do small steps. Like, don't, you're aiming for this big package, right? You're, you're not going to get it on one day. Just, just aim, just aim for little steps, and you will be that big package in a, in a couple of years. And once that package is formed, your package is going to be better wrapped next mm. year. You know, it's mm. going to be more elaborate. You're going to you're going to understand a lot more and it's going gonna, it's gonna to look so much better. But just don't give up and don't set your bloody goals too high. We've obviously talked about, uh, well, put the world to rights when it comes to muscle and, and, and sort of broken that stigma, which I'm, I'm hoping people are really getting you know not just going in one ear out the other we've got two of us now saying it here and it's it, uh, you know when we're talking about how the how to do that so let's say you know people are listening and saying okay cool yeah i get it i want to build some muscle and stuff now we obviously were talking about weight training stuff and, and, and what we've been talking in my group with, with with my members particularly this month has been about setting an exercise challenge whether it be a PB, whether it be an isometric, um, whether it be, you know, a, a hike, uh, doesn't. But but I'm trying to specifically go into because I always want to encourage people to get on, to, you know, lift the weights and whether that be learn to do a pull up, whether that be master the deadlift and stuff like that. So, um, and then I I know that you you've done a lot of Olympic lifting, which is something I'm a fan of as well. The only reason I don't do some of the stuff you do is because my ro my rotator cuff is is battered, so I, external rotations are very difficult for me, particularly in jolts. Mm. So like cleans and jerks, like oh, there's a reason oh, I don't go yeah. to CrossFit, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I do I do love it, um, and I love the adaptation of it. So you know, let's say people are wanting to set themselves a challenge like that. You know, how did that come about with you? Because I know you haven't got much longer but how, how did that sort of happen yeah. with you and what would be your suggestion to because to, i watched a video of one of your yeah. reels of your journey which is very well done that you documented this and that's another thing document that's what i've encouraged people yeah. to do so oh God, you posted yeah. didn't you where you were you'd failed yeah. a few times and then bang yeah. you nailed it do it document everything document your work just take a picture of yourself when you're feeling really shit when you look when you feel like you look awful just take a picture and put it to the side like you're not you're not going to feel great but just put it to the side because you will reflect on that and that's one really good thing to do honestly but yeah so what what made me do a little bit so this is another beautiful thing about weightlifting it is a constant 
progress sport you know in in hit there's only so much you can get to um you know in weightlifting there's so many things that you can progress in progressive overload you know you can work on your squats you can constantly improve your squats you can constantly improve your deadlifts you can constantly improve on your pull-ups um wide grips are harder to do you know so i that's the beauty of it and and the second beauty of it is that it it helps you adapt into different sports like olympic lifting because that is a different ball game learning how to do it i can push press a bar a 20 kilogram bar easy i could not get it from my knees up to my shoulders just using my legs 20 it was too heavy i was dead like had to go down to 15 work my way up and it it humbles you this you know olympic lifting really humbles you and and going from one sport to another you know it's it's an adaptation and it's a challenge for yourself and it teaches you to to stay humble um in your progression and it also teaches you that there's you know you're never gonna stop learning and you know i'm still not really like lifting heavier than the bar at the moment and you know i i think my heaviest squat was like 85 kilograms and my heaviest deadlift is like 135 and no way i couldn't dream of of doing um 20 i can do 10 plates now with the clean snatch wide grip no i'm doing 2.5s on the side (laughs) (laughs) you know it's 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 so humbling um but it's it's an amazing that's what weightlifting is so good for it does really make you think oh what else can i do and also little things like carrying your suitcase in the airport how heavy are our suitcases you when you can lift your suitcase up onto that belt you're like oh my god yes to me you know and you can just you feel like you're not so dependent on other people and you really can do imagine you know i'm lifting heavy if my husband's at work and i've got something heavy for the house and they just drop it off in my front door and i'm like great what do i do now and i'm like well actually i can lift it myself you know it's it's a really proud thing to do so um yeah olympic lifting is 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 an amazing uh, i i've really enjoyed my journey i've I've kind of stopped a little bit because the guy that was training me is so busy he's an osteopath and he's doing lots of stuff Mm. but i'm really wanting to carry on with that and progress and and my it it helped alter my physique again i got a lot more muscly from it didn't even want to like didn't even plan for it so i got a lot more toned from it and that's another thing like your your focus on your physique goes out the window and your focus on strength comes into play and then the cherry on top would be will be your physique so you're you know once you start getting over the fact that you're doing this for your physique only you'll start to realize that you'll feel amazing inside and then you'll look in the mirror and be like oh my god i've got muscles i never even knew i had yeah yeah i've always said I've always said to people, and not just not just for for building muscle, let's just say fat loss in total. Yeah, we said yeah. you will change your physique, or, or I've said more specifically about the scales. Right, when you stop obsessing with the the scales, a number on a machine, that's when you'll know, and you start focusing on all the other benefits, everything, how you're feeling, you know, being able to keep up after your kids or your or your dogs, you know, and oh, you're God, feeling all yeah, these things. Yeah. That only then, once you've made that conscious shift that's when you start seeing the scales go down yeah, because yeah. we're no longer obsessing with a number. And the same, like you say, with, with you know, uh, your aesthetics and your physique, when you stop, I got really bad going up to my holiday. Um, I've got a very expensive in-body scanner at my gym. So uh, 
I only get my, my clients to step on it once a month, right? But as I was prepping for my holiday, I, and I'm 31, and wanted to prove that I wasn't out on my peak and I can still do this, but I wasn't prepared to, because much like you, when I, I got married abroad and I was at my peak at that time, yeah. my wife my yeah. wife was as well. Um, and I wanted to try and replicate that, but so particularly on the last couple of weeks, I went a bit a bit hard. But I had to come off it because I was getting I was getting to a point where I was obsessing with it a little bit and my body fat would go yeah. back down and then I'd thought I had a really smashed it a proper week. I mean, I'm having 200 gram of protein. Come on, let's do it because I can see I can see where my problem is. And then like my body fat's gone up by like 1.5. I'm like, oh, my God. But, you know, and I'm becoming the the, per, the very personal I'm having. I'm adopting the very mindset that I can't, you know, that I try and correct. And yeah, um, yeah. we've got to practice what we preach. But one thing I did is I got that, and but in relation to what you were saying, what I wasn't realizing on the side of doing this, and I, I mean, this I've probably gone backwards for the last month, but just like you said, good, that's part of the fun. I don't mind piling on some calories now because I know when that next happens or I next have a holiday or something to come up to, I've got it. I've got the calories stored there, ready to convert. I actually 100%. dropped. I actually dropped 100%. a bit too much weight that actually I didn't have as many stores available and that's what was kind of hindering me. But I was okay. I've got everyone complimenting saying, no, you, you know, my, my wife saying, no, you look good at the minute. Yeah. But I don't think you're ever fully satisfied. But like you said, when you stop focusing on that and you stop focusing on how strong you get in and yeah. tend to find, you know. And also, once to just to round off that as well, I've had a few uh, check I had my client check-ins today and actually – all of us, including myself, we all had a really bad week last week and um, no one really lost any weight and, and uh, one of them was really disappointed in that. And I said, listen, you've got to go. You have to go through these stages. If you think of a graph, the line isn't like this. The line is like this all the time. And you've got to go through these stages where you do feel disappointment because if you learn why why are you feeling disappointed what happened that week to make you feel disappointed how are you going to pick yourself up the next week you know and then you'll see once you feel that way in the next weeks you would have improved you'll learn how to not get to that place and the only way you're going to learn not to get to that place is to get to that place you know and feel that uncomfortable a little bit and be like well, what have I you know how have I done how have I done this and use your coach use the group use things to help you help yourself and it's it's important to um experience those lows it, it is because we've all done it and oh i've had i've had countless times in the past where i've felt really low and you know my body took such a long time to change and it's only in since lockdown that i've truly been like i'm really happy with my figure now like to the point where i don't even think i don't even think about it i just want to go in the gym, have a great time, feel great when I go out, uh, leave it. And I don't really track my food anymore either. I used to track my food, food militantly and I don't. At the moment, I said to my trainer, I still get trained myself. And I said to her, like, I'm not, I can't be bothered at the moment. I'm really not in that mindset to track my food, but I've had so much experience. I know what I'm eating. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know the exact, if I was on a diet, yes, I would be tracking my food. But I'm trying for a baby. I'm trying not to be that militant. You know, I want my body to have a bit of a break. But I kind of know. I, I kind of know measurements. You know, I've done it. So well, it's long, called intuitive eating, it. isn't it? You know, and it, it, yeah. it, I think it's humbling, like the same word you used before for weightlifting. Sometimes when you don't want to trap, so I, I, I don't need to. I, I know what's in a pot noodle, and I know what's in, you know, 
I think the only time it comes in handy is like you said, when you're when you're training for something specific, it's like, okay, I, I if I'm trying to lose weight, I'm gonna have to because there are certain things that prop up in calories that can shock you if you if you're not aware yeah, if you yeah. if your habits start slipping up a little yeah, bit. But yeah. but you have but I would say you do have to you put your all into tracking at the beginning, even mm. on your building phases, track, 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 because what the more education that you have on that, that's when you can really intuitive eat. Yeah. It is. And sometimes I still don't know this, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going away tomorrow for work and I'll be abroad. So I'll be like, mm, how many calories is in that? And I'll have a look on the back of the packet or something. And I'll be like, all oh, right. So my dinner will be this later. Do you know what I mean? So you do need to be very educated in tracking before you get to that stage because you can run the risk of overeating, thinking that you're right and then getting confused again. So yeah. I would say really do just invest your, invest your time invest your invest your money in in your health honestly like we spend so much money on other things that aren't that great and people always put their health last put your health first put your health first if you don't have your health you ain't got anything so put your health first invest in some weights or some equipment at home if you don't have any equipment just get something because weightlifting is is the only way you're going to progress within your physique honestly even trx get a trx you can get them for like 13 quid on it amazon love trx's that's brilliant slater that that is do you know what i know because i know you, you you're going to get off but that was the perfect right. final message to end on i think that was spot on um and oh, um, but thank you very much um I can't. I've not see, seen anything come up on the group yet, but I will get back to you because on my phone I can't. Nothing's coming up yet. I've got I've got watches, but I can't see if any of the comments are being posted. Um, but I will That's make right. sure we'll make sure they get back to you, um, yeah, and no and, and you can relay it on to me. Um, and for my podcast listeners, um, feel free to send me an email, and I can forward that on to Selena. Selena, plug your your handles if anyone wants to oh, go yeah. and check you out. Um, so my singing is um, so my Instagram, let's say, is Selena Music S A L E N A Music, and then my Spotify, my name is Selena Mastriani. So I'll get Callum to write that down for you somewhere because that's going to be hard to spell. But I'll go yeah, and see how to spell it before I, before I attempt to type it. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I'm trying to just get rid of that and just have Selena, but it's hard. Um, so Selena Mastriani on Spotify. And Selena Music on Instagram. Brilliant. Awesome. All right, well, thanks for, f- thanks for coming on. And sorry for keeping you a bit bit longer there, but it was just no, pure gold. Um, and hopefully everyone's um, enjoyed that. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and I'll speak thank to you me. again soon. All right. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.